Chapter 71 The Water of Life Blessings that we enjoy in abundance we tend to take for granted and to forget their importance. We might feel differently about water, for example, if we passed a sign on our way into the desert reading, Next Water, 700 Miles. An American anthropologist who passed such a sign has given us a grim picture of the necessity of water. The average-sized man has about four gallons of water in his body. In the desert, a man must have as an absolute minimum two gallons a day to live. He can lose up to three gallons a day in bad desert conditions, and more than a pint by breathing. There is no life for man, nor growth for vegetation, without water. The Lord knew this, and had these facts in his mind when he declared himself to be the water of life. If any man thirst, let him come unto me and drink. John 7.37 A planet without water is a dead planet, and a man without the water of life is spiritually dead. The Sahara Desert was once, within the span of human records, a fertile area of farms and cattle ranches. Weather changes, dating perhaps to the time of Abraham, began to change the nature of the Sahara. From a rich and productive land, it has become a byword for desolation and emptiness. The difference is water. The most fertile areas of the world today can become new Saharas, if they have no water. The point scripture makes is that man is like a Sahara desert, desolate, lonely, and unproductive when he is without the water of life, Jesus Christ. The summons of scripture, therefore, is a forthright one. Let him that is thirsty come, and whosoever will, let him take the water of life freely. Revelation 22:17 David declares to God, "My soul thirsteth after thee as a thirsty land." Psalm 143:6 Because David knew his need, he was also fully aware of the national need. The country, weak in faith, was like a desert. "My flesh longeth for thee in a dry and thirsty land where no water is." Psalm 63:1 in a nation where God's word was despised, life was like a desert, and David longed to see the power of God manifested in the land. Like David, we too are thirsty men, longing for the righteousness of God to be manifested in us and in our country. The world around us is becoming like a desert because of men's contempt for the water of life. And we are more and more aware of the growing desolation. In the face of all this, the certain word of Christ is a sure promise. Blessed are they which do hunger and thirst after righteousness, for they shall be filled. Matthew 5, 6 About the Author Rusus John Rushduni 1916 through 2001, was a well-known American scholar, writer, and author of over 30 books. He held B.A. and M.A. degrees from the University of California 
and received his theological training at the Pacific School of Religion. An ordained minister, he worked as a missionary among Paiute and Shoshone Indians, as well as a pastor to two California churches. He founded the Chalcedon Foundation, an educational organization devoted to research, publishing, and cogent communication of a distinctively Christian scholarship to the world at large. His writing in the Chalcedon Report and his numerous books spawned a generation of believers active in reconstructing the world to the glory of Jesus Christ. Until his death, he resided in Vallecito, California, where he engaged in research, lecturing, and assisting others in developing programs to put the Christian faith into action. The Ministry of Chalcedon Chalcedon is a Christian educational organization devoted exclusively to research, publishing, and cogent communication of a distinctively Christian scholarship to the world at large. It makes available a variety of services and programs, all geared to the needs of interested ministers, scholars, and laymen who understand the propositions that Jesus Christ speaks to the mind as well as the heart, and that his claims extend beyond the narrow confines of the various institutional churches. We exist in order to support the efforts of all Orthodox denominations and churches. Chalcedon derives its name from the Great Ecclesiastical Council of Chalcedon. A.D. 451, which produced the crucial Christological definition. Therefore, following the Holy Fathers, we all with one accord teach men to acknowledge one and the same Son, our Lord Jesus Christ, at once complete in Godhead and complete in manhood, truly God and truly man. This formula directly challenges every false claim of divinity by any human institution state, church, cult, school, or human assembly. Christ alone is both God and man, the unique link between heaven and earth. All human power is therefore derivative. Christ alone can announce that. All power is given unto me in heaven and in earth. Matthew 28:18. Historically, the Chalcedonian Creed is therefore the foundation of Western liberty, for it sets limits on all authoritarian human institutions by acknowledging the validity of the claims of the one who is the source of true human freedom. Galatians 5.1 The Chalcedon Foundation publishes books under its own name and that of Ross House Books. It produces a magazine, Faith for All of Life, and a newsletter, The Chalcedon Report, both bi-monthly. All gifts to Chalcedon are tax-deductible. For complimentary trial subscriptions or information on other books' titles, please contact Chalcedon, that's C-H-A-L-C-E-D-O-N, Box 158, Vallecito, V-A-L-L-E-C-I-T-O, Vallecito, California, 95251, USA. This audio version of A Word in Season, Daily Messages on the Faith for All of Life, Volume 4, by R. J. Rushdooney, has been produced by Reconstructionist Radio and narrated by Dan and Becky Knopp. Please visit calcedonstore.com to purchase a copy of this book. That's C-H-A-L-C-E-D-O-N store.com.
www.thepeopleshow.com.